The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents The Reforming Business Podcast. Join Gary and Nathan as they reignite your passion for God and business. Hey, thanks for joining us. This is the Reforming Business Podcast, a weekly show in which we interview Christian leaders on issues of the marketplace, economics, agriculture, really driving around the issues of Christians in business ownership. We want to equip you to effectively reform the marketplace in the United States of America and around the world. So this is Gary. That's Nathan. And here we are back to uh, the Reforming Business Podcast. We are trying to work multiple different channels here. And uh, just from a marketing perspective, one thing that we're trying to do is ensure that we're coordinating all these different things at the same time. So if you haven't heard of it, one thing is called social stacking. So if you own a business and you're trying to market it, uh, one of the benefits is that you try to stack multiple tasks at the same time. So on a side note, you can find us right now Facebook Live. You can also follow, I'm currently on Snapchat, so you can find me on there. And uh, Twitter, you know, we're, we're all over the place. And what we'll be trying to do as these episodes unfold is utilize our time the best we can. So we are stacking as much as we can on a one-day basic period and we're trying to coordinate that systematize this so these episodes are coming out in a very consistent manner but in addition to that we're going to be social stacking so if you're if you're marketing and you're trying to promote your business on Facebook or YouTube or a host of other areas try to handle multiple different tasks at the same time that kind of stuff can help it's a much more efficient use of your time so that is one of the things that we're doing now and it's also coincidentally going to be one of the things that we're going to cover in our membership class. So that's right. At the Reforming Business Podcast, we are going to be talking to business leaders. We're going to talk to people who have been doing this for years. And in addition to the knowledge that we have acquired through business development and starting our own businesses and uh, working with partners and everything else that we have done, hiring, et cetera, et cetera, management, all of that comes into play. And so we are in the process of putting together a membership area. And in that membership area, we're going to have classes to teach you on how to start a business, step-by-step processes. And so I don't, did you want to jump in and add anything to some of those ideas? Uh, no, just expand a little bit on just how important it is that this kind of content is out there. Um, I know in the beginning, if I would have come across something like what we were planning, uh, it would have helped me. It would have been uh, a lot smoother ride, and I would have, you know, help over all the difficulties, the bumps, and the information that I needed to accumulate. And not just basics, not not just like where to go to get a license and the DBA and just all that stuff, but actual help with a Christian worldview. Uh, encouragement in those times that you're actually going through a low or you're discouraged. Uh, there's just so much we want to cram into it. It's just not going to be dry. That's the last thing we want is dry how-tos because um, there's way more to business than that. I mean, you can't escape it. <laughs> business is everywhere at every moment and all over the world it's happening. Uh, the question is, how are you involved? Absolutely. Are you demanding? Are you supplying? creative artistic oh there's so much it's just how the world runs and we want to be as helpful as possible uh, to those who are wanting to start one um, who have already started one and are struggling Um, I mean you name it 
every area. Yeah, and that's the reality. A lot of people are in a spot where they're they're um, fearful that they've known a business, and that's one of the particular groups we want to talk to. People that have known for years the business that they want to start, but there are so many unknowns that just stack up, stack up, and stack up to where it literally cripples people to where they don't want to go out and do it. And I know that's where I was at for years. So after 14 years working as a manager at a marketing company and going to my owner and saying, okay, this is uh, my 30-day notice, which ended up being a 60-day uh, notification as we made that transition. Um, I remember him saying, I, I figured that you were going to do something like this. And I think I mentioned this in the last podcast that I had hoped that, you know, as I look back at that conversation, I, I remember thinking, well, why didn't he say something sooner? Why? But then I was pushing that jump into the unknown upon him, right? And I just wouldn't make that jump because not everything was together. All the cards weren't together. So I needed to hear through different people encouragement and I needed to see other people doing it and succeeding at it and uh, coming together with other brothers in Christ and, and seeing how they were doing it. And that really pushed me over the edge of actually wanting to go in and start my own company. And yeah. Right. For me, the lack of information and the fear of the unknown uh, hindered me on how to start it, if I can do it. You know, a lot of just lacking the confidence that um, I can actually do something like this and that it would actually provide for my family. Uh, and I'm still in that. We're still growing and learning and adding on to it. Another part of it is I really struggled as a Christian with the legitimacy of a business when I always thought that I had to be doing something spiritual, quote unquote, you know that I had to be somehow go to seminary or be in ministry to do anything that was really of value in God's eyes. And when I kind of got over that hurdle and understood that everything I do, no matter where I am, what God has given me to do is spiritual. It's, it's what he's put my life to do. And so it just it took on a whole new excitement for me uh, to grow my business and see what I can do uh, for God with it. And, and I think a lot of Christians struggle with that, depending on their theological views. Absolutely, yeah. And you've heard us hammer that over and over again because I am. we are both convinced that bad theology has crippled many Christians in being instrumental in the marketplace. Yeah. And because of that, we we got to keep coming back to that cornerstone aspect of understanding that Reformed theology— isn't enough. So uh, really when it comes to understanding what we mean by reformed theology is also understanding what Christ being Lord means to every area of our life and doing that in a way that's biblically consistent so that we're looking at the entirety of the Bible and we're seeing how it applies in the business realm and we're seeing how it applies in our personal life because there's no such thing as a humanistic form of business ethics. There are individual Christians who start businesses and they they impede the business realm with that business and they bring a boatload of ethics to the table that could be completely different from the guy down the road. And so that brings in a whole other element of creativity because you can function and work in a way that's drastically different from your competition and it, it really it, if you don't have that it, it hinders your voice 
it hinders what you could do. Because if we were to speak into the culture, say uh, someone with a worldview like we used to have, you know, that it was just gospel, gospel, gospel. And, and gospel, even that was limited to the individual salvation of, of you know, people, of souls. Well, so you speak that into the culture because we want to speak the gospel in the culture. So what? Say a business owner gets saved, right? He becomes a Christian now. You, right at that point, you can, you stop talking. <laughs> you have nothing more to share with that person. You, you can't tell him how to operate his business now because your only goal is to get him saved. So now as a Christian, now what? See, Christian business owners or Christians in general have things to say in every area of life. You know, and that's what we, that's my goal is, our goal is to speak to the Christian business owners that you can run your business in a way that's an impact culture. Yeah. Yeah. When Jesus said to disciple the nations, he was referring not just to converting, converting them by a gospel presentation, right? Because that's easy, especially now today in the age of live feeds on our Facebook, which is rolling right now, uh, podcast, TV. I mean, if that's all Jesus meant, let's just... Let's just drive an airplane across every territory of the world and proclaim proclaim Christ yeah. died, resurrected on the third day, repent of your sins, trust in Christ. Let's just drive around proclaiming that and usher in the second coming, right? Or the, re- the resurrection. Of- or he said, and what did you say also with that? He says, teaching them all that I've commanded you. Absolutely. That's Genesis Revelation. <laughs> so what is, yeah, so that's that's meaning he is actually not just calling for a radical transformation of the nations that are hearing that, but he is calling the person proclaiming that and the Christians proclaiming that an open life, yeah. right? So an open livelihood to the world around them to where we're actually engaging them and discipling them through every area. And the area that we're going to be focusing on in this podcast is the area of business development, of starting a business and utilizing that for God's glory. So really, essentially, what we want to do is we want to kind of talk a little bit about our last episode that we had with John Crawford. We want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that we're developing here at the Reforming Business Podcast and website, reformingbiz.com, and uh, just a whole bunch of different stuff that we hope to roll out. So if you're on our Facebook live feed and you have any questions, feel free to drop those in the comment section, and we'll, uh, we'll address those as well. So... All right, so in terms of our podcast, we'll be right back. I just don't get the mentality of being head down sad on a Monday morning. I'm gonna make you Saturday, Monday morning. That's what I wanna do every morning, and that's what I want from you. Please, take a step back and think about how awesome it actually is. And then, recognize that you can attack the world in a totally different way because you were lucky enough to be born during this era. Welcome back to the Reforming Business Podcast and uh, I'm here with Nathan. And basically, we want to do an overview of our last week's episode. I first want to apologize for some of the technical difficulties we had in the quality. That's something that we are going to develop as we move along and try to figure out GarageBand, Audacity, our different microphone setups. And moving forward, that's just uh, some bugs that we're going to iron out. 
something that I really definitely didn't like. I, we don't want to push out uh, that kind of quality, so we want to raise that bar. So we're going to keep working on things. Thank you for your patience and just uh, suffering through some of that stuff. That's right. So, the, But overall, I think uh, the content itself was was worth suffering through the audio, oh, yeah. wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. John just knocked it out of the park. That was uh, so much information. I, I remember listening back, and I just had like a brain freeze. I couldn't even like respond to it because there was so much I was thinking about. You know, it's just good stuff. Yeah, yeah. John's a great guy, and uh, we had some links at the bottom of that one referring to some of the products that he has created, like Baptism Isn't Enough, and uh, he's written some articles at American Vision, and uh, just really great guy. Uh, he owns his own business as well, and so those things are those things are doing good, and him and I have connected you know, a few times in terms of what he's doing, but definitely knows business. He knows what he's doing. He understands the uh, the need and attachment to covenantal faithfulness. And so we are aiming for that. We want people to be fruitful. We want people to understand that when it comes to economics and specifically business ownership, it really starts with your personal accountability before God. And especially in business ownership, the temptation to just put that under the the rug can be extremely dangerous because you're not accountable in the same way that you would be to, let's say, an an owner of a company or upper management. So there are ways that you have to be disciplining yourself to godliness in the realm of business that becomes very self-evident quickly. And if you don't start right away, it gets harder as time goes. Yeah, I think that it's so practical that if we do put that stuff under the rug, you, you just suffer as a business. Yeah. Uh, as a Christian business owner, those things are, are, should be natural. Yeah. You know, to do things with, with um, a, a drive behind you, to do things successfully, to do it with excellence, to do it ethically, to want to provide a, a service that is going to meet the needs of people you're serving and helping. Um, it's just not about making money. It, it, there's, it's service. Yeah. You know, and that is, it's just so much right there included in, the, in scripture. Uh, God lays it all out for us, you know. And so if we want to become professional in anything, it's, it's knowing God's law. It's knowing his word when it comes to business, you know. And that's where John just spoke to so clearly. And then to see the results of a nation that has rejected and impugned the law of God and the suffering uh, economically and spiritually that results is just... It's awful. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I would say that self-discipline is so key, and you hit the nail on the head. We want to be professional servants. Not professional in the kind of manufactured perspective or thinking only because we can get a benefit, but business is specifically tied to leaders who are willing to lay down their life and serve, and serve with, with not just the product itself as if the product's the end goal, whatever that product or service might be, but laying down your life in terms of uh, your time, your energy, your the quality of your, of, of yes, the product, but then the, the 
intuitive aspects of developing that product, becoming very future oriented, not just consumer driven, not just, you know, I mean, even as a business owner, you can become very specific in consuming things for the purpose of yourself. And you can even tag it on with this is for the good of the company. But we want to be willing to look forward at things to where we can sacrifice more and more and and look at how can we utilize our resources gather them together and utilize them in the most effective and efficient ways right possible. yeah yeah you can't you can't just look at business and say oh you know you can take it or leave it no it it, it must be in place for society to run you could stop your business today and maybe someone can come along and do what you're doing and maybe even do it better than, than what you're doing but to have an attitude that it's so secular and so separate from God and, and what he's doing in the world <laughs> that it doesn't matter, uh, you're, at, you're just giving up at that point. Um, and, and you will fail if you have that view. You know, and not just economically, not just financially, but you lose ground in, in a nation that is just struggling you know, right now between the world and, and what God is doing. <clears throat> you, have to, you have to be on the front lines and you have to look at it that way. Uh, a service that you bring as a Christian, it may be good, it may not be as good as the one who's you know in competition with you, but you're going to bring something else to the table that that other person won't if you don't have the same worldview as you. Absolutely, yeah. So we have to be we we have to be looking at all areas of our business as not just something handed to us or handed down to us without looking at them different from the way that it's always historically been done because we don't know the baggage that we're gathering when we when we start a business that's already been established before so we have to rethink everything and not not in the terms of you have to start fresh right like the seeker sensitive church down the road that thinks the the church altogether has to be restarted but business does have to be viewed from a very specific God-oriented way and then worked out from that point. And so we're going to be pointing you to different resources as well, people that we really think that you should be reading, books on economics and, and the free market. And we're going to be interviewing people that are extremely knowledgeable in these areas because Nathan and I will, will uh, readily admit that we are growing in our understanding of business and business development business ownership where uh you know we're we're kind of uh stage one rookies to some degree you know i mean he's been doing a business for 15 years so when i say rookie i don't mean brand new but i mean we are looking at this from a god-centered view that we haven't in years past and i I think one of the skills that we also are developing is gathering resources for our listeners you know drawing from those professionals those who have been doing 30 40 50 years uh and then putting that together in a neat little package (laughs) that people can grab hold of and use absolutely so we'll have we're developing our resource page so we're going to have you know, obvious people that we want to send you to like Gary North, GaryNorth.com. You can sign up for his free emails, fourteen ninety nine, I think for his membership. So we're going to be uh, definitely encouraging you to go to places like that and other books that are extremely helpful that him and I have read. And both, they're going to be some Christian authors. There's going to be some non-Christian authors. And that's because God, God is the Lord overall. And some Christian business owners or authors 
our little left field when it comes to having a consistent biblical yeah. view. So <gasps> you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's cut out for a break, and then we'll be back right after this. It's easy to blame God, but harder to fix things. We look in the skylight, why ain't you listening? Watching the news in our living rooms on the big screens and talking about if God's really real, then where is he? You see the same God that we're saying might not even exist becomes real to us, but only when we're dying in bed. When you're healthy, it's like we don't really care for him then. Leave me alone, God, I'll call you when I need you again, which is funny. Everyone will sleep in the pews, don't blame God for our problems like he's sleeping. Well, so last week's episode... Um, we had John Crawford on. Yeah. Uh, one of the things he mentioned was the area of entrepreneurship and how if Christian business owners don't step up, that the state, the government hijacks those areas. Um, nothing is left void. Uh, someone will come along and fill it. And those without a biblical worldview, those without uh, the ability to look at God's word and apply it to business in every area of life, someone else will. Yeah. And uh, who was that someone? What do we, I mean, we're experiencing that now in a lot of areas. Right. Yeah, and they're not going to apply God's standard. They're going to apply a humanistic standard to the right. business yeah. realm. And then tax you. And then tax you, yeah. And and not only not only is it incapable of being self-sustaining, it's incapable of being intuitive right. or artistic. Because you're, the very concept, the undergirded assumption is that you can be a successful business or entity by thieving or th- by stealing from another entity. And that's conceptually, it's, a, it's wrong theologically and conceptually it's not sustainable. No, it's no different than um, slave ownership. I mean, you own the resources of other individuals and you reap from their labor. I mean, that's what it is. I go out, you go out, we work hard every day, putting in the hours, and someone who contributed nothing to your labor takes from you. (laughs) That's the humanistic mindset, and that's the the void that's being filled. And it's it's, it's a void because for the longest time we have retracted from having a robust understanding of what it means to generate income, what it means to be successful. How, you know, we're, we're separating materialism and s- supposed spirituality. We're, we're very uh, humanistic in those, those assumptions. And we're, we're really not having the aggressive spirit that the government has had in the realm of business ownership. Or, and and they would call it entity creation or, you know, some type of other government agency and so because of that, the, the void exists because we have been backing away from that realm. And you've seen only the government get stronger and stronger and stronger in their desire to take over all areas. Right. And it's not being preached from the pulpits. Right. You're, we're not hearing this Sunday morning. And if we're not hearing it Sunday morning, uh, then the majority of fathers are not going home and teaching their children it. And that's a difficult thing. My, my seven-year-old, he loves to go to work with me. He loves to make money. You know, and obviously he's not one of my employees, you know, but I'll give him $10 for helping dad out here and there or around the house. Yeah. And you can see it. Even in his seven-year-old eyes and his mind, he loves to make money. And so my, the way I try to teach him about money uh, is the one principle is I look at him and I say, money is good. The love of money is not good. 
you know, because he loves money. But he has to understand that money's not bad. Now, I think that's what we've done. We've gone to the far end of it, that making money, and if you're rich, you're a bad person. If you own a business, you're not a good Christian because you should be in the ministry, you know. You know, and so trying to communicate that uh, to young minds without having been taught myself. Yeah, because it's a heart issue. It's not a material issue. It's a heart issue. So for somebody owning a large home is completely fine. For somebody else, it's completely wrong. It really is up to the individual, which is where we go back to your individual self-discipline and understanding that business ownership and prosperity are stewardships. They're not something to rule over you as an individual or to be your, your identity as a whole. So if you wrap up your identity in being a business owner, and we've all experienced those type of people, they are idol worshipers. They worship at the altar of their business. And when their business doesn't succeed, they begin to lose their identity. And so we, we need a drive, obviously, for success. We need a drive for growth. But that has to be framed on biblical presuppositions, exactly. not on secular ones. Right. And your business, is, it's not the end of all. You know, I mean, it's the means to something greater. You know, and, and that and that greater part of your business is the faithful stewardship of God's earth, yeah. and and the community and the neighborhood and the city that He's placed you in, and exercising more and more dominion over that territory. Yeah. And so again, this has to go back to self-discipline, because if you are not operating in a mind frame where you can be self-disciplined now. It only magnifies the problem if you go into business ownership. And so you have to deal with those issues now. You have to begin to grow and adjust the way you think and say, the house God has given me, the car God has given me, when those things are placed into your care, do they rapidly depreciate in value because all you're thinking about is now, now, now? Or are you at all future oriented in the way that you make money and accumulate things that the earth is filled with and use those as instructively, not just to, uh, to depreciate and to consume. Yeah. And you're right. It does come down on a personal level. I mean, I mean, just think about the average American youth's mindset when it comes to their first job. I mean, McDonald's, oh, I'll never work fast food. You know, it's, it's, it's looked at as just being awful, but they make like $72 million a day. I mean, that is amazing. If it was any other corporation, any other name, everybody would be at the front door trying to get a job and trying to get a piece of that pie. You know what I mean? And so we have this bad mindset of what it means to be individual when it comes to working hard, climbing a ladder, uh, being responsible and self-disciplined. Uh, and, and we just look at things as, oh, that's not good enough for me, or I'm too good for that. Instead of saying, you know, first let's look in the mirror. You know, Absolutely. wherever you're going to go, whether you work for someone else or you start your own business, are you going to be an asset or not? Right. You know, and some people just don't care enough right. to even consider that. Yeah. And that's, again, where the Christian worldview comes in, where faith for all of life comes in. A robust theology. A robust theology that addresses all areas of life. And so self-discipline is the goal. And as you're faithful stewards with that, now people will hear that and go, I, I know there are areas I'm not self-disciplined. I know there are areas that I need to grow in. Does that 
basically deter me from wanting to start my own business or should I just suppress that? Well, you need to look at obviously those areas that you're being disobedient in and address those. If you refuse to do that and you go, well, I'm going to run anyway, well, that's you're already jumping over some principles to get to what you think is a means to an end. When the means to the end are is biblical sanctification and self-discipline and exercising dominion over the earth. So... So these are these are big issues, and we're going to be addressing them with the guests that we have on the show. We're going to be addressing them again. We're really excited for some of the material that we'll have behind the scenes. So we're going to have this podcast that's free to listen to. We're going to have, you know, obviously a newsletter that you can subscribe to where you'll get different updates and different resources that can help you in different areas of your business. So different books, we'll have deals on books, we'll have sponsorship opportunities, we'll have a host of different things that come in through that subscription button. Also, we'll have the membership area where we're going to have different guests on that are going to be teaching classes step by step, including Nathan and I. We'll have other people on that will address certain areas so that you know how to start a business from start to finish. So we're going to be covering all bases there. And then we'll have a mastermind group where we'll uh, have a very tight-knit family and that'll be developed as time goes. Another thing that we we alluded to, you heard us talking about in the beginning of this episode, is our Facebook feed. So we're going to be doing a Facebook live feed on the days that we record these episodes. And as we're doing that, you're going to have an opportunity to ask questions regarding your business or your potential business. And what we're going to do is during the breaks on this podcast, we're going to be addressing those people that have those questions. Right. You can write in uh, live and watch us address those questions the best we can. And so as you do that, we'll pause the podcast because we pretty much put this all together at the end of the day. And then uh, we'll uh, during that pause, we'll we'll be asking your questions live and we'll be helping you any way that we can move you along to where you're at, to where you want to be for God's glory. So we hope you enjoy this podcast. It's a it's a short one for the Fourth of July weekend, but I uh, I appreciate you all being here. This is Gary. That's Nathan. Have a good week and get out there. Thank you for listening to Reconstructionist Radio and the Reforming Business Podcast with Gary and Nathan. May you glorify God in all of your business dealings. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator 
or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.